Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast, both being streamed live on YouTube and also recorded uh, for the podcasters out there. Uh, Today is Wednesday, November 4th, and it is a very exciting day as everyone just waits for these election results. I know last night uh, was kind of tough because the, uh, the race is so close. Um, what is very encouraging is that so many people went out and voted, record numbers of voters. Um, so, you know, great job for all of you guys out there who voted, even though it might not have been easy to register or convenient. Um, and thank you so much to all the poll workers who continue to work and count those votes. That being said, we're going to talk today about how these elections are affecting the market, not so much about the politics themselves. That being said, the market has been crazy today. Really excited um, to look at the S&P 500, the SPY. It did open today at 340.92, and it is up so far 2.8%, around 345.45 as we speak. So it's really exciting to see that type of market rally happening. Stocks are on track for the best three-day rally since April, so that's huge. The XLK technology sector that I always follow open today at 116.54 and is going to close around 117.80. That's up 4.2%. So the tech stocks are doing really great as well. I mean, NASDAQ has made the best gains so far that it's made in seven months. S&P 500 is the highest that it's been in three weeks. So um, it's just really great that the market is obviously reacting really well to the election so far. What I think has really helped is the fact that the Senate is going to go Republican and it does look like the president is going to go to Biden and be Democrat. And that kind of push and pull is the exact type of balance of powers that, um, you know, people feel like is a bit stabilizing. It also will probably ensure the um, the 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 tax regulations will end up still okay for corporations. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, and we'll see how that turns out as they continue to count the votes. What everybody wants to know, are you green? And the answer is yes. My account is green today. Very exciting. Um, I'm up about 1.5%. I also did um, execute a few different trades today. We'll talk about my day trades and swing trades a little on in the show a little later. We also will discuss the uh, top news headlines. We've got a huge healthcare surge, electric vehicles uh, to talk about as well, and then just focusing on the market since so much of the news has been around election. I want to talk about the top movers in healthcare, what's been happening um, on the downside of this market with banks and infrastructure, and then my personal gains and what to watch for tomorrow because among Amongst all of this insanity, we are still in the middle of earnings season. So uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and we'll take a minute break and dive into the news.
The news for today has obviously been centered around the elections. Um, I, as I mentioned before, don't want to dive too much into those details. Instead, let's look at the data at what happened with the market. So healthcare, healthcare has just surged, and that's not just across healthcare insurance or providers or um, technology or drugs. It's everywhere. Um, we saw the hugest gain for BIIB. That's a bio. That's Biogen. It's obviously a biotech stock. It's up. 44%. Um, that's huge. I do think that the stock is overextended, uh, so I wouldn't recommend um, shorting it or buying it. it. It's biotech, as you guys probably know, it's it's an industry along with the oils that I stay away from trading. Um, but it is newsworthy. Uh, other newsworthy moves have been the electric vehicle market. I think that this has gone up um, because you know we are looking at a Biden presidency, which would be uh, really good for the clean energy stocks like electric vehicles. So NIO up at H-Y-L-N, um, L-I, Tesla, T-S-L-A, and Candy, K-N-D-I, has um, been had one of the best days in a long time. They're up like 10%. So really exciting for the electric vehicle market. Um, I'm not going to buy anything right now. I want to wait and see where these levels go. Um, of course, you know, whenever there's a dip in Tesla, it's not a bad idea to buy. Um, but again, we're just going to wait and see how that goes. Um, it was really interesting to watch and the news as well at what's been happening with the infrastructure stocks. Um, they have gone a big down. They have dropped due to the um, presidency. They were expecting that, you know, with the Trump presidency, these stocks would soar. So obviously, if a Biden president, uh, pred- oh my gosh, I cannot talk right now, a Biden presidency, these stocks will go down. So URI um, is the one that really caught my eye. It's down 9.6%. Um, a, uh, and then we've got CAT, Caterpillar, C-A-T, just down 4%. I'm not going to buy any of these. Uh, it's just interesting to watch these levels. Outside of the main news, uh, we also had um, Uber. So Uber bounced up 12%. Again, this is because of a possible Republican GOP Senate. So that would um, reduce regulations for Uber. um, And also, you know, they uh, have worked with California to pass some regulations that um, are actually going to be good for the company as for Uber and Lyft. But Uber went up 12% today. Uh, the other top mover is LLY. This is another healthcare move and it's up 15%. Um, the last couple of down uh, movers to talk about is MTB. This is a bank. It's down 9%. Um, this is because all of the banks are pretty much down thinking that the stimulus is going to come through a little bit later and it is going to be a smaller stimulus than they expected. Um, so that that's what 
people are saying that's why the banks are down today. Um, a stock that was surprising me that it was down was JKS. Uh, this is down 11%. I did look and it just, it looks like, you know, it was overextended. And so this is a natural bounce back. As you guys know, I follow a pivot strategy with um, my trades. So there is a large quarterly pivot at the 56.23 level. So I will be watching that tomorrow at the open to see if that might be a good buy. If there's again a large drop, especially down to that level, I would consider a buy and a swing on that trade. Um, the other one that has been down today is CGC. It's been down 7.3% today. Um, and again, I'm going to wait to see you know, how that stock plays. But there's a very strong quarterly and weekly pivot down at the $18 level. So tomorrow at the open, I'm going to be watching that stock. And if it gets to those levels, then I'll go ahead and consider a long for a swing. So that brings us into our next segment, which is to talk about my personal trades. Oh my gosh, the cat is creeping in on this live stream right now. Okay, so uh, looking at my personal day, first, when I woke up in the morning, I was excited to see that the S&P was at a good level and people were not freaking out and that the market might actually rally today. I saw a big bump in GNMK. That is a stock that I had a swing trade on. Um, and so I my buy, my levels for the average for owning that trade was $12.91. I am waiting for higher levels. I know it can get to the 14 level at least. Um, and you guys know for my swings, I like to wait and give it at, uh, to, you know, see if I can get a 2.3 point gain for that. Um, but instead, I um, decided to smell, sell a really small piece. Um, again, take my profits where I can in this crazy volatile market. So I did sell a very small piece of that, like 20% of the shares that I owned. Um, I sold it for 13.9. So it's a one point gain. Um, I still am in this swing. I do think it will get up to the 14 level, if not a little bit higher. So that is uh, GNMK. So I'm going to hold that one and see what the market has in store for us. The day trade that I decided to go into was FSLR. I saw this because it had a huge drop right off the open. Those are the kind of moves that I look for. I want to see what the drop is, where everyone is getting emotional. Look at common pivot levels where the stock has changed at that price to help me guess where the bounce is going to be. So I went ahead and bought at 78.89. I wonder if I can pull up the chart right here and look at it as we speak. So let's do that. So um, it has been, it was a really exciting thing to see this morning. It opened around 83.9 and then dropped as low as 77.93. So I actually bought at a pretty great level, 78.8. Why did I buy at that level? Again, I saw a pivot there. The weekly pivot is the one that I saw. Usually quarterly pivots are a lot stronger than the weekly pivots. So I don't rely on those as much. However, However, because it was such a large drop 
so quickly. I thought, you know, this was this could be a really great quick trade. Um, unfortunately, I didn't size in. This is a common problem that I've been talking about on the podcast. A lot of times on these fast trades, it's hard for me to have that confidence to go all in on these trades. I'm a very, very safe swing trader. And so I did just go in a little bit on this one. Um, and you know, looking back, that's one of the things that I wish that I would have trusted myself a little bit more, trusted my system, because I did end up um, selling this at 79.84, which was a 0.95 uh, net point gain. It ended up actually going back up to the quarterly pivot in the afternoon, which again is kind of like a killing me moment because this is the strategy and it perfectly followed that, right? So it dropped down to, you know, a little bit below the weekly pivot. Okay, fine. The weekly pivot was at 79.19. It dropped down to 78. Fine. Then it started to slowly bounce back up. Even when it had bounces down, it never passed it never went past that uh, weekly pivot. So again, it's showing you that that's a very strong um, resistance level. And then as soon as it, it continued to start to climb up, it hit the quarterly pivot at around a little over 82, and then boom, dropped back down. Where did it drop back down to? The weekly pivot again. So it's these kinds of levels, it's this deep, these kinds of look backs of look backs that you can do with the market with your charting software to see like is my strategy legit is my strategy going to you know a be one that's gonna be profitable time and time again. And yes, I do see that this pivot strategy is profitable time and time again. So where's the problem lie? In human error. So um, it lies with me and you know, part of, uh, such a big part of trading is trading psychology. You have to really, you know, trust yourself, trust in your plan. So even though I did make a gain on that trade, um, I'm gonna take it as a lesson in the future to really trust my strategy more, size in more appropriately, and then also wait till it gets to that pivot point that I know it will get at. Obviously right now we've got the election craziness going on. Um, so, you know, it's not really gonna be, it's not really the same as, um, you know, when I was trading before this volatile time and when I'll be trading after this time, but it is something to note. Um, so we'll take a really quick break there. And when we come back, we are gonna talk about what tomorrow looks like. Let's go. Okay. So uh, tomorrow is gonna be a big day. Um, it's another earnings day where we have a lot of stocks to watch a month. Like it's insane to think that everything doesn't stop even though we don't have a president for 2020. Um, but everything just continues and we still have earnings. Uh, so I mean, it's just gonna be really exciting to watch these because um, we're still in the middle of elections. I'm not going to necessarily follow the same exact strategy I follow around earnings because of this volatility. So I'm still gonna be trading really, really safe. 
and um, we're, we're just gonna have to see what the levels give me. Obviously, if I see a big drop like it did on FSLR at safe levels, then I'll again buy, but we're just gonna have to see. Um, so the earnings that are gonna be reporting before the market opens tomorrow morning that I'm gonna watch, I have a top four for you, okay? So we've got one GM. This is gonna be an exciting one. GM is dipping their toe in the water with electric vehicles. GM is recently, um, their stock has rallied in the past month. So I'm excited to see what happens with the earnings. I am kind of expecting a huge drop and I might buy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Bristol, BMY, that's the second one. Uh, Bishop Bristol Myers, um, this one is a health stock. So it had a rally today. I'm gonna see you know, what happens at earnings. Again, I'm not focused on you know, long-term investing with the quality of these companies are. I'm looking for really high volume and a big movement so that I can skim a little and profit off of the uh, emotional buys and sells that happen in this market. Um, the third one is Cigna, CI. So I'm excited to see that. And then last one I would consider for a long-term swing, and that is CHH. It is Choice Hotels. They have a lot of the budget hotels that you um, that you see like on the side of the roads. Um, I, I think their earnings are gonna be awful, obviously and uh, I am expecting it to plummet. And if it gets to the right level, I will buy for a long. I just wanna say that it's gonna be a very long-term long um, if I do take that trade. But that's, again, something to look at. Um, something else to keep in mind for tomorrow, it's not gonna happen when the market opens uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that is when Nevada is going to officially announce the rest of their ballots. So Nevada, their state voting rules are very different from anywhere else. Surprise, surprise, you know, their gambling laws are different from anywhere else. Um, it's part of what makes this voting exciting. And so Nevada does not have to report until tomorrow at 9 a.m. They are able to count all mail-in ballots that are postmarked election day. So it gives them a little bit more time to check the mail tomorrow and to see, you know, what comes in and count those ballots as well, as long as they're postmarked by election day. So we're not really gonna know you know, what's happening with the election until that happens at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And so I am gonna be watching the market around that time to see you know, what type of trades happen. So keep that in mind for tomorrow as well. And then after the market closes on Thursday, um, the you know a few stocks that are going to be reporting at the market close that I'll watch then. I will also be watching them Friday morning, so we'll probably talk about them tomorrow, but here they are anyways. We've got EA, Electronic Arts. I think that their earnings are gonna be reported pretty well um, because of the pandemic. Gaming has gone up, but I think they still have a lot of room to grow with Christmas coming up. We've got AYX. I have really successfully swing traded this in the past. Large volume, 
great uh, spread and um, you know I'm excited to see where that one goes. We have Net NET. This is a cloud-based tech stock. I'm excited to see where they are. Redfin RDFN. I'm actually in a very long-term swing with Redfin. Um, I'm planning on holding this stock for probably another year. So um, the earnings, I'm gonna try not to really pay attention to them. However, if for some reason they soar, I might sell my swing. Who knows? Um, again, I try to really go off of what the market is telling me and uh, and then react that way and react to data, not emotions. Um, so, you know, just seeing where the data is going with the pivot points and so on. Um, but no, there is no level that Redfin would drop to where I would stop loss my trade just based on earnings because I know that that could be so volatile. In a few weeks, if I see that the trade is still trading much lower than my plan stipulated, then there is a chance that yes, I would um, sell that early. Um, so that is, you know, what's happening tomorrow. It's going to be a big earnings day, a big day. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow I won't be live streaming, but we will know the results of the election tomorrow. And Friday's live stream will be a really exciting episode. Um, for those of you listening on the podcast, I will still be, of course, recording tomorrow. Uh, the last tidbit that I thought was kind of exciting about the elections, I'm holding to uh, to um, gambling stocks. I'm holding Penn, P-E-N-N, and DraftKings, uh, D-K-N-G. Um, they are long-term holds for me, but I was excited to hear that three states have legalized sports betting. Um, this is so exciting because obviously traders also are like small secret lovers of betting. Um, trading obviously is a lot more data backed and it feels it's a lot safer. Obviously, long term investing is something completely different entirely. But anyways, I digress. For these stocks, it was really good that three states legalized sports betting. Those states are Louisiana, Maryland and South Dakota. Oh, when all of this is over, I just cannot wait to go to New Orleans and have a great time. So it's just a very hopeful Wednesday. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you tomorrow.